yes. And you click on it and you spend 20 minutes and then time changes and 10 minutes to download and 20 minutes to download and two minutes to download, 16 hours to download. And then after about 20 minutes, nothing's changed. Did you brush the cobwebs off your laptop, mate? Is it, is it using the Atari 2600? What are you doing? Is that noise in the background bothering you? It's my heater. I can't hear it. Hey, mate, keep it on. If it's anything like <laughs> Melbourne, you'll need it. <laughs> oh. But but it looks like you're in the garage, Ross. <laughs> well, look what's happened. They've, they've set, look at this. I'll put a couch in here. I'm converting the garage into a... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast. Joining me tonight is Ross Galetis. Welcome, Ross. Hosted by Peter Ronis, and we have a guest tonight. So basically, for those who are interested in racing or driving a V8 on a track car, have we got the person tonight? We've got Greg Evans online, and basically, Greg runs the uh, fast track V8 race experience at a circuit near you. I've, I've 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 done some homework, and mate, you're everywhere. Welcome. Yeah, thanks very much, Peter Ross. Yeah, good to be with you. It's a lot of fun. So basically, oh yeah, we could say what, what's it involved. I guess the title says what it is. You get to drive a V8 on a racetrack. Can I just start? Let's start with. All right. You get to drive a V8 on a racetrack. Yes. Now, what kind of car are we talking about? Are we talking about a V8 supercar? Are we talking about uh, uh, an old Holden to V8? Or are we like, where, where, where are we at here? I, I've done my research. I've done no research for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, look, um, Ross and Peter, we'll go back in history. Um, started 18 years ago when V8 Race Experience started with three cars on two tracks. And we just thought we'd make the dream of being a V8 supercar driver a reality, even if it's just for one morning. So we just put together modified production cars, really. Um, Falcon VAs at the time, Commodores, which were running around in the supercar series, set them up so that they could be driven safely, made them look like, sound like supercars without a 650 horsepower engine, but Lots something yes. No, something about 450, which is enough for people to um, get a thrill. They've got a coach with them, so an experienced racing car driver, uh, intercom system into helmets. Uh, supercar brakes, supercar tyres straight off the series and enough uh, punch and grip to go out there and, and, you know, live the dream of being a race car driver. Uh, turned out to be more popular than what we expected. We started in Calder Park in Melbourne initially and and Eastern Creek, which of course is now Sydney Motorsport Park, and just expanded from there. And it's been a lot of fun and we have a great time with the track. We have a team of motorsport people who love sharing the passion for the sport and we've been fortunate enough to introduce about 300,000 people to driving hot laps experiences during that time. So So you you get into this car and you've got your instructor there and then does he sort of jump on his phone and do nothing and you can go hell for leather or you you coached all the way through every corner the whole lot? Yeah, look. Full on experience or it's kind of like, oh, just, yeah. (laughs) Is it like yeah, the, the first. with three pedals yeah. on the side or like are we talking, yeah. let's go, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, look, we, we try and make it as real as we can and people go as fast as they want to go and that's usually not as fast as they could go. What happens on the day is you turn up with you and your family and, and there's a pre-drive briefing, which is now a video briefing about how to drive the car fast and safe, get into race suits, helmets, you jump into the car, you've got a coach with you. He helps you get around quicker than what you could do if you're by yourself, just 
-hmm. because of the confidence and experience of having someone who knows the car and the track well. And people usually drive for six, eight, ten laps, and that's enough. That's about the length of a of a club race usually. Mm. And how long's that? So ten laps is how many laps? Eight laps. Yeah, it depends on the circuit. Fifteen, twenty minutes. You know, which is a good amount of time. They can stay focused. Um, They're improving every lap. Uh, They don't get fatigued, and they get out hopefully wanting to uh, come back for more, or maybe give some other form of motorsport a go. It's really a taster to to a lot of people who've never been in a race car on a racetrack. So, so what are the restrictions? I mean, I know when you go to to a, a theme park, you got you can't ride this ride if you're this short or this tall. I mean, can anyone just turn up, or do you have to be like over eighteen? Do you have to have a license? What what are the bare minimums before you jump uh, in? Yeah, you have to have a license, and you've got to be a provisional license is okay. Yep, eighteen. 18 to 80. I mean, we've got a really broad range of people. Um, if you've got an auto license, we've got new auto race cars. I was going to um, ask that question because the yeah. amount of people that cannot drive manual now, it is insane. Yeah, we're particularly finding a lot of young people coming through haven't got a manual license. We can usually get them around in the manual, but if they really, you know, are too concerned about doing that, we've got auto race cars as well. Okay. Do you have a, a, a lead follow? Is, it like a, a, is there a group of two or three cars that go out at once and you've got your instructor with the radio in the front or is it basically one car goes out and it's a free-for-all or you line them up <laughs> as a grid start with eight of them? Like, Or is it just different versions of different tracks? I mean, what, 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 what's your usual, usual formula? Yeah, Peter, we go all day long, so... Someone will drive out of pit lane, so it's essentially a rolling start. They'll drive onto the track. There'll be other cars on the track and various stages of their uh, experience. And the coach has got a lap counter, and they come in when they're done. Um, so there's a lot of overtaking and being overtaken. Most people come for a drive. Some come and do a drive and a hot laps combination where they have a ride, and a small number of people just come for a hot laps ride. So there's cars of differing speed. Um, Some people are driving really slowly but think they're driving really fast and and, and are happy with that. Others are are going, you know, really quickly. So I think if the coach is comfortable and thinks that they're in control and it's fairly safe, they'll encourage them to go as fast as they can. And, you know, that's where the thrill comes into it. Get out thinking that, you know, you've done a great job and, uh, and in most cases, people feel like they've done better than what they expected. But um, it's often because of just that extra help that an experienced yeah. person, you know, talking to you about when to change gears, getting on the racing line, approach, entry, apex, exit, breaking points, you know, finding the best and fastest way around the track makes a big difference. There's nothing better than getting around the track, is there? Oh, it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, Ross and I have done a few... Uh, BMW days, and I've been on Mercedes day as well. But but you can but you can also just come on your days there, Greg, and just sit as a passenger. You can just pay for some hot laps uh, because I found once with the I think it was the M threes we were at Phillip Island and we got taken on a hot lap hot lap at the end of the day. Oh, that's scary! He was flying. We yeah, thought we were fast. He's insane. He was flying and he was talking to us like he was looking for a parking spot at Woolies. Like yeah. like it's just yeah. amazing at what level these professionals are are at. And and I was going to say that like the, the the instructors that you have there are they ex racers? Are they freaks ex- of nature? 
Yeah, excellent, Karen. Really, the only difference between the people who come as our clients and the people who are coaching them is the number of laps that they've done. I mean, if you've done 10,000 laps at a track, you'd you know. know it like the back of your hand as well. Yeah. So it really is just an experience curve that we take people through. And if if they like that and they start racing, um, some of them end up being our coaches. In fact, we've had customers that have ended up, you know, getting into racing themselves and, and you know, joining our team. Oh, wow, that's exciting. Do you, do you have people that turn up and go, oh, I've, I've driven this track on, on Forza <laughs> or, or Need for Speed or whatever. Oh, I, I know what I'm doing. Can I just let loose? Like, how do you... How do you how do you deal with the uh, weekend boy racer? Like, yeah, you know, I'll you only saying that because that's what I just did in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah, look, we, um, yeah, we do, Peter. Um, but, you know, one of the great things about uh, Sims these days particularly is that, you know, a lot of the kit that people got is pretty high tech. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit better than Mario Brothers. And, <laughs> and if anything, it probably helps them a little bit because they've got a bit of a a feel for it. Not that you really need that, but yeah. sure, you know, our coaches find some people turn up and really don't want to listen. But most people turn up knowing that they want to get the most out of the experience and they instinctively know that this guy is probably going to help them go faster. Yeah, okay. So, you know, uh, they've got their friends and family there. You know, they want to do a good job. They want to, f- they want to learn something. And generally, people do a really great job. I mean, the you know, the idiot factor for us is so low. I mean, really? You know, we can, high. Yeah, no, no, not at all. No, we, we can do, you know, a hundred, couple of hundred customers a day. And, and at the end of the day, the coaches, you know, usually don't have anyone that causes them any trouble at all. But to be there, you've got to be like-minded. I mean, whoever turns up as a, I mean, you heard the old saying, the customer's always right. But when safety is paramount and you've got these track weapons, really, they're, they're hotted up cars that can do a lot of damage if you go the wrong way. But when you're like-minded, I guess you're right. People probably do take take it a bit seriously. But still, I don't know, you can't stop the dickhead factor. I've got a gut feeling that that's always... <laughs> yeah, look, I think what sort of probably helps us a little bit is often it's been purchased as a gift. So imagine this scenario, you know, the, the girlfriend or the boyfriend buys it for their partner. Yeah. Um, you know, the family is there and they turn up, you know, they're, they want to make it a great, fun family occasion. And on that basis, you know, it's, you know, costs a lot of money. They want to make it, you know, a good time. Yeah. And they, and they generally do go about it in a way where they get out of the car and go, I learned something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went really you know, faster than what I thought. And I, and now I can now understand why sort of motorsport be, can become a bit addictive yeah. you know, because of the adrenaline rush that you get. It definitely you know. is addictive. We, I was just, uh, not this year, so about three years ago in Abu Dhabi, I normally do the Yas Marina circuit where they've got a similar setup and you've got to pay for insurance on top. And, you know, there's this, this Irish guy there. He did exactly what Peter said. I've driven this track a hundred times on the thing. I don't need insurance. And I was too big. I'm six foot four. I was too big to go into the, uh, I think it was either the Ferrari. Anyway, I was in an AMG GT. I watched this Ferrari in front of me. It was a Lambo. Plow straight into the wall. First, really? First corner. <laughs> with the guy sitting next to me. saying he knew it all. Yeah, he knew it all. The guy sitting next to me just turns to me and he goes, obviously, 
he didn't play this track on his racing simulator. I was like, oh my god! And Did you have, just, you make have sure you hit, Make sure you don't hit him on the way through. Watch out for the bits on the road and just hammer it. I'm like, okay, no worries. By the, the second lap, he, he was gone. They're taking him off the track. <laughs> Like he didn't have any insurance. So that's reminded me of a question, Greg. Do you have dash cams on your cars? Like, if I came there, can I record my experience and take it home and frame it and send it to all my Facebook friends? Like, is there? Uh, I'm sure there's optional extras. You know, usually when you go yeah. to the office, you get to buy the photo on the way down. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> there there is Peter, and it's funny. You know, we've been doing this for so long. When we first started, we had VHS recorders in the car. Oh, that's oh no way. Yeah, you stick it in the VHS and you take it out. And, and then we had the Channel 9 with the big camera and <laughs> throw the car as well. That's right. We had the, the broadcast. The broadcast. <laughs> Followed by a Land Cruiser with an antenna on the back of it. The, ca- the camera was on roof racks. <laughs> Exactly, and oh, then we upgraded to, to sunny DVDs um, <laughs> in color. Yeah, that's right. And, and for the last ten years, of course, we're on UH, USB. Yeah, um, you know, live action digital recordings that you can play as soon as you get out of the car. Yeah, um, we use VBox technology from the UK, which is okay. pretty co- pretty commonplace. Okay. And the high res versions of those are really good. So people want that experience to to relive, you know, the laps that they've done. And what that does is it shows them some of the basic telemetry around G forces, you know, acceleration. It's got a circuit map on it and all this stuff that that you'd expect to to have. And there's one camera on you and the other camera on your view of the racetrack. So yeah, people like to. You know, nice. go go back and and relook at it, and hopefully see that as they went on, they improved every lap. What what tracks are you guys on? Whereabouts do you go around the country? Yeah, we're on seven tracks. So last weekend we we're at Sydney Motorsport Park for three days. Next weekend we we're at the Bend on the What's Father's the Day weekend, and we're back at Sandown. So in uh, just to answer the question, in Sydney we're at Sydney Motorsport Park, and yeah. Melbourne, we're at Sandown Raceway. In Adelaide, we alternate between the Bend and Malala. Yep. And in West Australia, it's Barbagallo, now become carco.com.au, which is the Wanneroo circuit. Yep. Um, earlier this year, we're at Tassie, and we go back to Tassie at Simmons Flames uh, every now and then. And, and the big one for us, our grand final is Bathurst. So, Oh, you get to go on Bathurst? Yeah, Mount Panorama. Oh, um, does that get booked out? much on the on the track day experience or is that purely a race uh we have two days that follow challenge bathurst every year um we've been doing it for 12 years we initially started after the bathurst motor festival and easter as well as the 12 hour yeah Uh, we're invited by the bathurst council and and james o'brien who used to um, be the event director for those events and they do get booked out i think just last week we finished selling out the drives we'd sold out the hot laps three months ago wow because it beats doing it at 60k an hour because we we drove there with the kids and it's literally it's a public road it's 60 kilometers an hour and there are police on there sometimes where you can actually do a lap drive by experience in an iconic road circuit bathurst that's amazing yeah look it is amazing i mean there's nothing else like it um a lot of people do just drive around for the experience and to appreciate you know the dramatic nature of the blind corners the descent how steep it is hard to see on tv 
as you'd know when yeah, you're around, Peter. Fortunately or unfortunately, depending on which way you look at it, what makes it so iconic is it's only open for, you know, circuit racing experiences five times a year. So That's unlike right. the Nürburgring, say, in, in Germany, where it's operating 360 days a year, Bathurst is, you know, it's difficult to get onto the circuit. So I guess that scarcity increases the demand. Yeah, I was going to say to you, we've got like 30, 40% of our listeners are based in North America and overseas and and everyone knows Bathurst and it's always it's up there like a Nürburgring but an Australian version. But they don't realise it's also a public road and we only get to race it on a handful of days a year. So, I mean, later on I'll get you to, to plug away, but it, that's almost like a bucket list experience. I know for me it would be. Uh, doing it for sixty, doing it at sixty k's an, an hour is not bad, but mate, having it shut and driving around as fast as you can is would. Be I don't think I'd be able to do it, Pete. I uh, reckon I'd be too scared. Not that, that hill, that 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 those uh, walls, mate. Those yeah, walls, everything are, about it. The walls are higher than the like. It's just an amazing track. We were there earlier this year for the Bathurst um, six hour, and it was just an amazing experience to see that track um, up close and. And at a hundred mile an hour, it was just—it's an amazing thing. I didn't realize you guys did uh, track uh, drive days on there, and, uh, and to be booked out three months in advance, I can understand why. It's just—that's an amazing experience. To book out Bathurst is the mayor your brother-in-law? How, how did you go about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, um, the backstory to that was that the Bathurst events always weren't that's successful and i don't mean for us i mean for the events themselves uh, from time to time the bathurst motor festival originally was a bit of a struggle the 12 hour wasn't what it is today bathurst regional council put a lot of uh, had a lot of respect for james o'brien as an event promoter yeah. james's um, tenure as running bathurst events goes back to img days he used to run the the 1000 for supercars and he was asked to really resurrect the Bathurst Motor Festival at Easter. He turned mm-hmm. it into the six hour. He was then asked to, you know, revive the 12 hour race, which he did successfully by turning that into an international GT race. Mm-hmm. And we were invited by James initially through John Bow to uh, hire the track. They yeah. just wanted they just wanted revenue to make those events viable, and you know we we're obviously experienced at that point. We'd been running for six or seven years. We were delivering about twenty thousand experiences every year. Mm. And we knew we could do it, and so Motorsport Australia or CAMS at the time sort of reviewed our operations in different venues, asked us for regulations, and allowed for that to happen on the basis that. If something went wrong, you know, they'd stop the event and we probably wouldn't get the permit for the following year. Um, but going back to your point, Ross, is you, you could do it and you'd do it well and people do see it as a bucket list experience. Mm. And it's just like driving every other circuit except more technically challenging. But again, if you've got a coach with you, you know, drive within your limits. It's, it's not a, you know... People do do a great job and we have run there very safely and people get out of the car with tears in their eyes. They go, you know, I've, I've been watching the 1000 oh, yeah. all my life and I've always dreamed of doing this. And now that I've done it, I'm, I'm happy. I'm thrilled. So it's, it's a great event. I'm not asking for you to give away trade secrets, but 
to run an event like that at Bathurst, I mean, what what planning and, and setting up for the day, what goes in there? I mean, do you have marshals at every sort of corner on a track like that? Or is it pretty much uh, because it's not all out racing, your drivers are under supervision and restricted to an extent, are you limited in what you can and can't do there? What 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 get what's involved? Yeah, we we are limited. It operates in a similar way as what we do at the other circuits. So it's our biggest event. So we take twenty eight cars. Yeah, uh, we have a track density of twenty, um, which isn't really a lot for a six point three kilometer circuit. So mm. you know, there's there's room between the cars. Obviously, people overtake because they go at different speeds. Um, and on the first lap, you'll be going slower than, say, on your fourth lap. And we've got flag marshals. We've got race control. We've got the cars, you know, fully prepped, knowing that there's a level of risk and danger there that we're managing. But it's just like every other circuit except better. <laughs> and yeah. and we tend to handpick the best um, pro driver coaches that we've got. We fly them in from all over Australia. So we bring our best people we end up with our best customers. You know, it's it's big money to drive at Bathurst, and it's only reflective of the of the ex- expense of us operating there. Yeah. But we tend to end up with people who respect the opportunity. Um, they want to tick it off their bucket list, and and they know that you know you do something wrong at Bathurst, and you could pay for it big time. Yeah. So, what cars you got running at the moment? Uh, most of our cars are, are still cars similar to what's in the supercar series with the majority of them being uh, Holden Commodores. Yep. Uh, we're, we're building uh, what are Gen 3 inspired cars. We've got two new Mustangs. We're building Camaros. Okay. Uh, we've still got Ford Falcons. So it's a, it's a mix of what's been part of the supercar series for a long time and where the series is heading next year. That's exciting. I think... Um... I like that. I I know a lot of people um, talk to talk about V eight supercars. A lot of people are really upset that we're moving away from the Holden Ford sort of competition. But I love and I cop a lot of crap for it. But I loved back in the eighties where you had everything from BMWs to Jaguars to the Group think, A. Yeah, I just love that. Like I, I think I think that's what we're going to go back to, and we're going to have a lot of different cars or are we just going to have, I haven't done a lot of research on it, but, or are we just going to have Mustangs or we're just going to have whatever, whatever they're going to be bringing out? Yeah, look, we've dabbled in the past a little bit in the, we, we, we ran a couple of years ago, big bangers like a Brock Commodore and, and, and a car with a bit of help from Dick Johnson. That was a replica of his green stuff. And, and they were really um, popular. Mm. So I think we'll let the market decide yeah. uh, to a large degree. I think, um, everyone, you know, a lot of people want to drive a Mustang or a Camaro, um, but there's also a, a massive following and loyalty to Australian manufactured yeah, V8 muscle cars. Yeah. You know, Holden Commodore, the most successful race car ever at Bathurst, and oh. it'll probably be that way for a long, long time. And not only that, when the F1 comes to town in Melbourne, uh, the, the V8 supercars are usually in support. And the pit crew actually stop and come out and watch these cars go around. That's how popular they are. If you've got an F1 pit crew coming out uh, and the drivers themselves to, to look at this race, that's, that's how appealing that formula is around the world. It's 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 a unique. It's almost the, the, the German touring cars are probably just as crazy, but the, the V8s in Australia are very popular around the world. And yeah, um, they, I mean, they get a lot of viewers. 
I mean, people love a big, powerful, loud, angry sort of car. You know, the V8 engines sound great. In a family car. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, yeah, well, there were family cars that they, you know, turned them into track cars. Have so, you ever gone down the supercar route? Like, have you ever got a couple of Ferraris or something like that for track days? Or is that something that's just too hard, too expensive, too... Is that something that people ask for? Yeah, look, actually, Peter, we... <laughs> or did I just ruin a surprise? <laughs> um, Heard it here first. Not even a I didn't even say to Greg, is there something I shouldn't ask? <laughs> yeah, look, Peter, I think there's a lot of interest in, in Ferraris and Lamborghinis and those exotic European supercars and... You know they're they're a major investment, but um, now that we're coming out of COVID and and we're running the events as we planned and booked them, um, we're looking at lots of avenues to expand our offering. Yep. Um, in fact, uh, we've done a lot of work as well on electric cars, and, okay. and we've actually track tested at Sandown Tesla dual motor Model Threes, and they've got incredible acceleration and torque. But the problem with those cars for us in a drive experience is there's not high-speed charging to the capability that we yeah. need on those cars all day. But in answer to your question is is uh, we're looking at expanding our offering yeah. in 2023. Okay. And, and we think Ed, that... Ed and I are happy to come out and test drive any of them just to make sure that they're okay for the track. We're and, happy to... <laughs> and my Tesla's coming in two weeks' time, so I'm getting avoided. I've got a performance three. Yeah, just Russ doesn't know this. I just want to see his face. Have you really? Yeah, I've got a performance three coming. Have so, you? Yeah. I've, so, got a, I've got a car coming as well, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've gone the opposite. I've, I've, I've gone a, a VF Series 2 manual ute. <laughs> it is the most... Uh, Greg, if you know me, it is the, the the furthest car that I would be buying. But that's you can amazing. sublease it to Greg too on certain weekends. <laughs> well, the Greg. What, we, what we can do is we can strap some race seats into the back and and sell, <laughs> sell rides for that full experience. Oh, <laughs> mine will have a tow bar. That's the that's the that's the key element to this car. A tow bar. You want us to join your think tank group? We'll come to your meetings at the boardroom there and bring up new ideas. <laughs> But no, the, the Tesla, That I mean, you're right. I mean, so when you did the, the, the test drive with the Tesla, how long did it last around the track? Did it, did it oh, get out? About uh, 20 minutes. Oh, really? That that quick? Yeah. I mean, well, that short, yeah. I should say, yeah. in time. Look, you know, you, you can modify those cars. We're working with Unplugged, who is their performance division that are actually aligned to Tesla now out of the UK. Sorry, out of yeah. the UK. And, you know, they were coming out of the pit lane faster than a supercar, but, yeah, yeah. but you know, it, it does does require uh, quite a, a lot of modifications on the cars to make sure they're st stable at high speed because mm -hmm. the, the aero on them and the weight distribution and their centre of gravity, you know, doesn't make for a great race car. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that, those modifications are possible, but it's really the... The sticking point is the high-speed charging. At some point, all of the main venues in Australia will have high-speed chargers plugged into the grid. Um, I know a lot of manufacturers, such as Porsche, wanting to make investments as well in those types of vehicles. So it's coming down the pipeline. 
I think yeah. in any sort of exciting performance car is, you know, is worth driving. And no matter what it is, um, we just happen to be in, I guess, the iconic one that relates to the series that everyone loves to watch, which is the Australian supercars. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it's and it's been, you know, so well run as a championship for so long. We really are, are very fortunate as Fast Track V8 race experience to to be, I guess, reflecting some of the passion and interest that supercars is created with Ford versus Holden and and the new cars that they're bringing out for the series ahead. It's been a very well-managed organisation for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's great racing, great great drivers, great competition. Everyone still tunes into Bathurst every year because you know whether yeah. you're watching the whole six hours of the event or the last hour, it's going to be action a plenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Never um, wants to deliver excitement. With Father's Day coming up, I open up my present and lo and behold, I get a, uh, I've get got a voucher to come to the Fast Track V8 day. What do I need to bring? It, uh, do I just turn up? Um, do I need to wear certain shoes? Do I have to wear a jacket? Do I bring a helmet? What does the punter have to bring once they yeah. get your voucher? Yeah, just just turn up. A pair of runners is good. You know, something suitable for driving. Uh, we've got race suits, helmets. They're overall race suits. Just slip on over the top of what you've got on. One of the things we are finding is that you know Father's Day is huge for us. Christmas is huge for us. We're also getting a lot more female drivers now than we ever got before. Yeah. So um, yeah, thanks for a lead into the plug there, Peter. Buy your dad a gift um, <laughs> from us, but. You know, it's, it's for everyone, really. And, and we are getting a lot of women. We're getting a lot of young people. And, you know, we get people of all ages. John Bow had a guest in Malala last year who came to get hot laps with him, but he also drove, who was 98 years old. That's awesome. And he used to be a racing car driver himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just wanted to experience awesome. it again. And I was going to say, do you also cater for like, I was going to say a Bucks night, but Hens nights? Do you cater for like if if I had a group of 10, 10 or 12 and said, hey, let's just do this for my 40th and invite really? a whole group of mates? Is that something that you can cater for as well? Like, Yeah, we get a, we get a lot of um, small to large groups. Last Friday at Sydney Motorsport Park, we had 50 Kubota customers, you know, the tractors and the farm machinery okay. yeah. and, and we often get just three or four we, we often get a, a small business owner that might have some of his best customers or his or his right hand people and they just rock up you know they've all been to the footy they've all been to the yeah. cricket and they just see this as a bit of a hands-on experience that's mm. you know shared experience that's exciting better yeah. than a golf day <laughs> <laughs> Less time. I could do I'm walk around six Ks and sit in an yeah. electric car, or just drive around Eastern Creek. Is I think you're maybe a bit biased towards cars, Peter. <laughs> you haven't seen him play golf. Yeah, well, there's more alcoholic golf. <laughs> anyway, do, do you guys breath test that? I mean, like we said earlier, safety first. Do, do you whip out a breath testing machine, or you can just know that someone's not ready for it? Yeah, look, you know, we've we've got the capability of testing people, yeah. but. And and we always thought that we'd probably, you know, want to do that on a fairly regular basis, but we just find that people turn up sober. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's a it's an occasion. They don't want to embarrass themselves. They wanna yeah. have they wanna be in control and get the most out of it. They have a beer after. 
Yeah, true. Well, yeah. That's good. Mate, thanks for coming on. Um, I was going to say, other than Bathurst, we, 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 we talked about Bathurst a lot, but what are, the, are there any that we they're don't all, know about? They're all different. Yeah, they are all different. I mean, one of one of my favourites is Perth, you know, Barbagallo, Wanneroo mm-hmm. Raceway. Yeah. Now carco.com.au, I think, are the new sponsor. That's a great circuit because it's very traditional. Um, it's very compact. Uh, there's a little bit of everything in it, you know, from high-speed, you know, sweeping corners, lots of undulations. Um, I think that's a classic driver's track. Mm. Sandown is very good, and we expect we'll continue to operate Sandown for a limited number of years to come. Um, you know, we're hoping that the, at some point in time there'll be a good replacement track for that in Melbourne. City Motorsport Park has gone on to be very well presented. Yeah. And, it's a good and place. I think... That's a good place. That's our home track, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people are not sure they... They took a while to to warm to Eastern Creek, and but I think now the place is buzzing. Yeah. You know, they've got the lights. You know, twenty four seven, it's just go go go. So you know, if you come out and do our drives, there's usually something on the skid pan. There's there's you know drifters going around the figure eight. Um, you know, across the road, the drag is going flat out. The speedway's up the road now. Yeah. It's, it's turned cool. into an awesome motorsport precinct. And do you guys run on the GP circuit there, or do they cut it sort of? Yeah, we we run on the Druitt circuit, and they tend to sell out on our day something on the Amaru circuit okay. as well. Yeah. So the Druitt works pretty well. I mean, we'd like to run on the GP, but the Druitt circuit's very high speed. It's it's usually enough for people to take yeah. it without getting too confused about what they're doing, and they can. Uh, do fast laps there, and usually and it gets tiring. Not not that I mean, you know, those who know me, I am a bit of an athlete, but like <laughs> it, it 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 takes a lot out of you. You think, oh, ten laps is that all? But mate, when you do a good couple of laps back to back, it you do get a bit tired, and you still want to sort of pull over and have a drink and and sort of get back out there. It's not something that you can just do oh. constant. No, no fact, I, I think that is one of the comments. A lot of our yeah. Our customers get out of the car and they go, now I really appreciate yeah. how good those guys are. Yeah. You know, imagine, you know, driving for two hours nonstop at that right. first. Yeah. You know, it's there's a whole level of appreciation, I think, once people experience it. Because it looks easy from the outside, but there's a lot going on once you're on the inside of the cars. And know? the camera's deceptive. When you watch it on TV, even the F1, it looks like they're not going very fast. But you stand next to an F1 car, over, you go past you at 200k an hour. It's uh, pretty quick. We realised that at the drive, the BMW drive day, you know, because we got really close to that pit lane. Man, the cars were flying. They were you know? flying. And that was just the normal drivers. And I know. Oh, Pete, you were flying. You know. Yeah, well, I was flying in your cover. That wasn't even at Phillip Island. That was, that was <laughs> a messy go. Greg, mate, look, thank you for coming on. Uh, we've been trying to organise this, but we want to come out there one day and... and and I'll I'll check your schedule and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll catch up one day. I'll, get I'll bring the unit out. out. We can do some burnouts on the we'll do, on the, on the, strip. <laughs> we'll yeah. do the whole the, the old stunt team. We'll get some two wheel oh, action on the ute. Yes, it would be an absolute pleasure to have you both out there. Um, what would you be picking a Ford or a Holden? Well, I'm, 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 although I'm about to buy a Holden, <laughs> something I still love the Fords for some reason. I don't know what it is. Mine is whichever one's running. <laughs> it's full of fuel. I'll take it. I don't mind either way. Mine's, often, so, mine's always whatever they can fit me in because I'm so. I'm, I'm a, I'm a it's tall. true. It's true. Yeah, yeah six four will fit you in. No yeah. problem. 
So plug away, Greg. I mean, Father's Day is coming up. Um, where can we find packages and what, what, what options are available? Where do we go? Yeah, thanks. Um, the website gives all the information. So that's fasttrackv8race.com.au. Um, so if they Google Fast Track V8 Race, they'll find that. They'll find um, it. We've got a 1-800 number that's listed on the website. Always happy to talk to people yep. and, uh, you know, answer whatever questions they've got. And, you know, thanks for the opportunity to talking about it. No and the website's got emails and ask us any questions or frequently ask. And there's yeah. different oh, packages. I'm on, I'm on here now. This is exciting. Yeah, there's different packages. I went there earlier as well. I was just sort of highlighting which packages for the kids to buy me. So basically, I mean, you can pick the number of laps. You can, like we said earlier, you can just sit in a as do hot laps in, as a passenger rather than drive. Um, there's a number of options there, and what cars you can pick and choose, and which circuits. I mean, you could fly into state for the weekend and 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 have a a, a track day with the V8 in there as part of the experience of getting going into state and sample some of the other tracks if you're not familiar with it rather than just going out to for those who are in sydney out to eastern creek so yeah, thanks and we we have had a lot of customers who who have just to you know turned up at the different venues that we operate in and go hey remember me yeah you know and you're all like going yeah and you don't right you only remember the ones that smashed <laughs> I don't. I always ask. I was going to ask. Do not ask. No, I don't. I'm going to ask. Can we go to Northern Territory, Pete? You want to do the Darwin track? Yeah, Hidden Valley. Yeah, you love it. Let's go to Hidden Valley, but we'll go. We'll drive to Hidden Valley, and then we'll go to the track day. (laughs) (laughs) What in my Tesla? (laughs) No, we'd need to have a generator following us. I'll follow you in my car with a petrol generator on the back. I'd love to go to Darwin and lose 10 kilos just by sweating, but no. <laughs> well, we're going to go to Darwin. That's it. We're going to book it in. We'll book it in. We'll speak I'm to Greg. We'll sort something out. Now. This is exciting. This is great. Because Halil, Halil didn't join us tonight, but he just he's only to, he, he drives straight. He just does drag racing. Yeah, he's, he's a holding nut. He's a holding nut. nut. He's got his GDSR, and the steering wheel's never been used. The car just goes straight. Goes that's straight. it. That's it. He's a drag car. Just a drag car. So kilometers. <laughs> He's got like three thousand kilometers, and the steering wheel's still brand new. So <laughs> there you go. But we'll, we'll, we'll organize a day. We'll go out there and we'll record out there live and, and put our telemetry numbers up on the screen, mate. Well, Greg, thank you for coming on again, and um, we'll talk again. I'm, I'm sure we will. Rate us, review us. Uh, thank you for listening. If you've got any questions, send us any emails at alltalk at outlook.com.au. Um, if you've got anything in particular about the V8 driving experience with um, with Greg's team, you can contact us and we'll read and we'll send you links. If not, just um, speak to Greg directly through his website. Mate, thank you again, Thanks, and um, we'll talk again shortly. My pleasure. Thanks very much, Peter, no worries, and uh, we'll see you at the track, eh? Yeah, come on. We'll have some more stories to talk come about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and bye for now. Okay, thank you.